Welcome back to Boring Stories. In this episode, we still discuss about Abrahamic religions and continue the previous episodes. Let's start with the origins and history of Abrahamic religions, of course, in brief. And as the origins and history from these three main religions, there will be two main aspects. They are the common aspects and the differences. So the origins, it started with the civilizations that developed in Mesopotamia, influenced some religious texts, particularly the Hebrew Bible and the book of Genesis. Abraham is said to have originated in Mesopotamia. Judaism regards itself as the religion of the descendants of Jacob, a grandson of Abraham. It has a strictly unitary view of God, and the central holy book for almost all branches is the Masoretic text, as elucidated in the Oral Torah. In the 19th century and 20th centuries, Judaism developed sm small number of branches, of which the most significant are Orthodox, Conservative, and Reform. Christianity began as a sect of Judaism. In the Mediterranean basin of the 1st century CE and evolved into a separate religion, Christianity, with distinctive beliefs and practices. Jesus is the central figure of Christianity considered by almost all denominations to be God the Son, one person of the Trinity. The Christian biblical canons are usually held to be the ultimate authority alongside sacred tradition in some denominations, such as the Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church. Over many centuries, Christianity divided into three main branches. They are Catholic, Orthodox, and Protestants. Dozens of significant denominations and hundreds of smaller ones. Islam arose in the Arabian Peninsula in the 7th century CE with a strictly unitary view of God. Muslims hold the Quran to be the ultimate authority as revealed and elucidated through the teachings and practices of a central but not divine prophet Muhammad. The Islamic faith considers all prophets and messengers from Adam through the final messenger which was Muhammad to carry the same Islamic monotheistic principles. Soon after its founding, Islam split into two main branches. They are Sunni and Shia Muslim each of which now has a number of denominations. The Baha'i faith began within the context of Shia Islam in 19th century Persia. After a merchant named Syed Ali Muhammad Shirazi claimed divine revelation and took on the title of the Bab or the Gate, the Bab's ministry proclaimed the imminent advent of he whom God shall make manifest, 
who Baha'is accept as Baha'u'llah. Baha'is revere to Torah, Gospels, and the Quran, and the writings of the Bab, Baha'u'llah, and Abdul Baha are considered the central texts of the faith. A vast majority of adherents are unified under a single denomination. Lesser non-Abrahamic religions originally offshoots of Shia Islam include Babism and the Drutzi faith. And these are the common aspects of those Abrahamic religions. All Abrahamic religions accept the tradition that God revealed himself to the patriarch Abraham. All are monotheistic and conceive God to be a transcendent creator and the source of moral law. Their religious texts feature many of the same figures, histories, and places, although they often present them with different roles, perspectives, and meanings. Believers who agree on these similarities and the common Abrahamic origin tend to also be more positive towards other Abrahamic groups. In the three main Abrahamic religions, which are Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, the individual, God, and the universe are highly separate from each other. The Abrahamic religions believe in a judging, paternal, fully external God to which the individual and nature are subordinate. One seeks salvation or transcendence not by contemplating the natural world or by philosophical speculation, but by seeking to please God, such as obedience with God's wishes or His law. And you can see the divine revelation in another episode. It is referred as outside of self, nature, and custom. So, even though all Abrahamic religions claim that they are all monotheistic or they refer to be as monotheism, but the concept among them are quite different. So, let's start with the all Abrahamic religions claim to be monotheistic, worshipping an exclusive God. Although one noun by different names, each of these religions preaches that God creates, is one, rules, reveals, loves, judges, punishes, and forgives. However, although Christianity does not profess to believe in three gods, but rather in three persons or hypostasis, united in one essence, the Trinitarian doctrine, a fundamental of faith for the vast majority of Christian denominations, conflicts between Jewish and Muslim concepts of monotheism. Since the conception of a divine trinity is not amenable to Tawhid, the Islamic doctrine of monotheism, Islam regards Christianity as variously polytheistic. Christianity and Islam both revere Jesus or Isa in Arabic or Yasu among Muslims and Arab Christians respectively. 
but with vastly differing conceptions. Christians view Jesus as the Savior, or most Christians also regard him as God incarnate. Muslims see Jesus or Isa as a prophet of Islam and Messiah. So, of course, up until today, there is still debate between Muslims and Christians whether Jesus and Isa were the same person or the different person. However, the worship of Jesus or the ascribing of partners to God or known as shirk or shirik in Islam as a shitful in Judaism is typically viewed as the heresy of idolatry by Islam and Judaism. The next is theological continuity. All the Abrahamic religions affirm one eternal God who created the universe, who rules history, who sends prophetic and angelic messengers, and who reveals the divine will through inspired revelation. They also affirm that obedience to this creator deity is to be lived out historically and that one day God will unilaterally intervene in human history at the last judgment. Christianity, Islam, and Judaism have a teleological view on history, unlike the static or cyclic view on it found in other cultures or the latter being common in Indian religions. The next aspect is the scripture. All Abrahamic religions believe that God guides humanity through revelation to prophets, and each religion recognizes that God revealed teachings up to and including those in their own scripture. The next aspect is ethical orientation. An ethical orientation, all these religions speak of a choice between good and evil, which is associated with obedience or disobedience to a single God and to divine law. In terms of eschatological and worldview, an eschatological worldview of history and destiny beginning with the creation of the world and the concept of the God works through history and ending with a resurrection of the dead and final judgment and world to come. Another the common aspect is the importance of Jerusalem. Jerusalem is considered Judaism's holiest city. Its origins can be dated to 1004 BCE, when according to biblical tradition, David established it as the capital of the United Kingdom of Israel, and his son Solomon built the first temple on Mount Moriah. Since the Hebrew Bible relates that Isaac's sacrifice took place there, Mount Moriah's importance for Jews predates even these prominent events. Jews thrice daily pray in its direction, 
including in their prayers pleas for the restoration and the rebuilding of the Holy Temple or the Third Temple on Mount Moria. Close the Passover service with the wistful statement, next year in build Jerusalem, and recall the city in the blessing at the end of each meal. Jerusalem has served as the only capital for the five Jewish states that have existed in Israel since 1400 BCE, or the United Kingdom of Israel, the Kingdom of Judah, Yehud Medinata, the Hasmonean Kingdom, and modern Israel. It has been majority Jewish since about 1852 and continues through today. Jerusalem was an early center of Christianity. There has been a continuous Christian presence there since. William R. Cannon, Jr., professor of the history of Christianity at the University of Virginia, Charlottesville, writes that from the middle of the 4th century to the Islamic conquest in the middle of the 7th century, the Roman province of Palestine was a Christian nation with Jerusalem its principal city. According to the New Testament, Jerusalem was the city Jesus was brought to as a child to be presented at the temple and for the feast of the Passover. He preached and healed in Jerusalem unceremoniously drove the money changers in disarray from the temple there, held the last supper in an upper room or traditionally in the cenacle there the night before he was crucified on the cross and was arrested in Gethsemane. The six parts to Jesus' trial, three stages in a religious court and three stages before a Roman court were all held in Jerusalem. His crucifixion at Golgotha, his burial nearby or traditionally the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, and his resurrection and ascension and prophecy to return all are said to have occurred or will occur there. Jerusalem became holy to Muslims third after Mecca and Medina because the Al-Aqsa Mosque is there, which translates to farthest mosque. In Surah Al-Isra in the Quran and its surroundings are addressed in the Quran as the Holy Land. Muslim tradition as recorded in the Ahadith identifies Al-Aqsa with a mosque in Jerusalem. The first Muslims did not pray toward Kaaba but toward Jerusalem, and this was the Qibla for 13 years. The Qibla was switched to Kaaba later on to fulfill the order of Allah of praying in the direction of Kaaba in Quran al-Baqarah verses 2, Surah 2 verses 144-150. until 150. Another reason for its significance is its connection with the Miraj, where according to traditional Muslim, Muhammad ascended through the seven heavens on a winged mule named Burak guided by the Archangel Gabriel, beginning from the foundation stone on the Temple Mount in modern times under the Dome of the Rock. The common aspect 
is significance of Abraham. Even though members of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam do not all claim Abraham as an ancestor, some members of these religions have tried to claim him as exclusively theirs. For Jews, Abraham is the founding patriarch of the children of Israel. God promised Abraham, I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you. With Abraham, God entered into an everlasting covenant throughout the ages to be God to you and to your offspring to come. It is this covenant that makes Abraham and his descendants children of the covenant. Similarly, converts who join the covenant are all identified as sons and daughters of Abraham. Abraham is primarily a revered ancestor of patriarch or revered to as Abraham Avinu in Hebrew, or it means Abraham our father, to whom God made several promises, chiefly that he would have numberless descendants who would receive the land of Canaan, or the promised land. According to Jewish tradition, Abraham was the first post-flood prophet to reject idolatry through rational analysis, although Shem and Eber carried on the tradition from Noah. Christians view Abraham as an important exemplar of faith, and a spiritual as well as physical ancestor of Jesus. For Christians, Abraham is a spiritual forebear as well as or rather than a direct ancestor depending on the individual's interpretation of Paul the Apostle. With the Abrahamic covenant reinterpreted so as to be divined by faith in Christ, in Christ rather than biological descent, or both by faith as well as direct ancestor. In any case, the emphasis is placed on faith being the only requirement for the Abrahamic covenant to apply. We will discuss about covenant later in New Covenant and Supersessionism. Let's continue. In Christian belief, Abraham is a role model of faith, and his obedience to God by offering Isaac is seen as a foreshadowing of God's offering of his son Jesus. Christian commentators have a tendency to interpret God's promises to Abraham as applying to Christianity subsequent to and sometimes rather than or as in supersessionism being applied to Judaism whose adherents rejected Jesus. They argue this on the basis that just as Abraham as Gentile before he was circumcised believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Just like in Rome, verse 4 and 3, and James, those who have faith are children of Abraham. And see also on John chapter 8, verse 39. This is most fully developed in Paul's theology where all who believe in God are spiritual descendants of Abraham. However, with regards to Rome, chapter 4, verse 20, and Galatia, chapter 4, verse 9, in both cases, he refers to these spiritual descendants as the sons of God. 
rather than children of Abraham. For Muslims, Abraham is a prophet, the messenger of God, who stands in the line from Adam to Muhammad, to whom God gave revelations. See in Quran chapter 4 verse 163. Who raised the foundations of the house. House here means Kaaba. With his first son Ismail, a symbol of which is every mosque. Ibrahim or Abraham is the first in a genealogy for Muhammad. Islam considers Abraham to be one of the first Muslims, Surah 3. The first monotheist in a world where monotheism was lost and the community of those faithful to God, those being referred to as uh, Tawhid, or our father Abraham, as well as Ibrahim al-Hanif, or Abraham the monotheist. Also, the same as Judaism, Islam believes that Abraham rejected idolatry through logical reasoning. Abraham is also recalled in certain details of the annual Hajj pilgrimage. As for the difference, we will discuss it in the following episode. Don't forget to play another boring stories and you can also follow my YouTube channel. And you can support me by listening this. I will continually to tell you another boring stories, especially about Abrahamic religion. There are so many to listen. Thank you for listening and be safe.